Hello. Good evening, everyone. It is 7pm here in Mayo. And uh, it's dark. Uh, it is Monday, the 15th of February, 2021. I am enjoying a small glass of a dry Spanish uh, white wine. And the light in the room I'm in currently is just beautiful. You know, that subtle light against kind of dewy, soft grey backdrops with flushes of colour. I've got um, a velvet yellow armchair. I've got like this, the most comfortable couch in the world with a kind of rusty orange and rusty gold um, coloured velvet cushions on top of it. And there's wood in different places, uh, lots of yellow glowy lamps. Um, what else is going on? A bit of stained glass, a uh, really comfortable looking rug. It's just, I've got my feet up. I'm at my um, study table, which has the most beautiful handmade lamp on it. And I'm just warm and comfortable. And I feel truly happy. There's something about warmth <clears throat> and warm rooms that have warm colours in them that just, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, the best way I can describe it is it almost gives you kind of freedom to float around or... Anyways, we, we might come back to that. But how are you guys? How is everyone coping? Um, yeah, I, today, so I moved, I moved house over weekend, over the weekend, and I'm now living in Westport, and already it's truly wonderful, you know, those initial, like, that initial kind of day, the moving day, and I don't know about you guys, but I love to just unpack as quickly as possible. I just want everything in its place so I can fully immerse myself in, you know, getting used to sleeping in a new room, getting used to the noises, etc. Um, and I'm truly happy here. It was like 10, 11 degrees in Westport today. Um, and I just felt like a young girl again. For any Irish listeners, you'll appreciate this. There's something that happens in Ireland when spring, at the turn of spring, the daylight hours are longer, the temperature is milder, that awful wind and bitter cold is starting to subside a bit. And with it, it brings a sense of freedom. The I remember growing up in Cork and when springtime would come, the fresh air would just give this new sense of freedom, the longer evenings allowing for greater activity. And you would just go at a kind of a fairy like dancey pace because there was more daylight, there was more time to fit things in. And as someone who loves to live outdoors and be outdoors and move, spring as a season suits me very well. It's kind of like I can kind of come up for air and be fun and frivolous again. Um, Cork people have a very roguish nature, slightly theatrical, but very roguish. 
I read um I read a book about the French one time and it this book described a conversation in France as never ending. And I, having lived there for a year, agree with that. There is there is this over and back, this uh it's kind of like a sword and you're dancing around a room with someone and you're it's not about one upmanship it's just kind of you're you're dancing with one another you're you're boxing and you're dancing and you're playing and 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 it's very roguish and I I I found France a very easy place to live because of that because Corkonians are very roguish and we like to dance with one another um and so I I feel very comfortable and very uh, safe and very secure and very myself in that kind of an environment. Um, and the banter going on over the course of days rather than just in one meeting. And so Cork people are like that. The banter is never ending. You start a conversation with someone when you meet them for the first time. And that conversation doesn't end until one of you dies. And it really is remarkable. And I missed that about Ireland. I missed the continuation and the fluidity of every conversation. Um, I must say, though, I did have that with some British friends. And it was so wonderful when it happened. There is just a chat in Ireland that's just constant and people have good memories here. You know, they'll always remember the last conversation and they'll allude or remark on something in the previous one to ensure that you know that they were listening. And that's I've always found that to be a great Irish trait. Um, It's one I think that stands to us well to be an active listener is is a is a great gift um and so now that I'm here in the town um and because over the past couple of weeks I've been re-engaging with my old community again and trying to reconnect with kind of entrepreneurs I knew in the past just around investment and bits and pieces I am communicating with people from all over Ireland so you know many of the counties um and there are just so many nuances between the counties of Ireland, much the same as there are in, you know, across Britain and, and, and everywhere around the world. I'm finding the Mayo people to be fierce, nice, and perhaps actually a bit more down to earth than us Quarkonian dreamers. Recently, I've been emailing entrepreneurs and uh, all the Cork ones have some element of theatre or roguishness in their responses to me that the other counties just don't have. And these correspondences have brought with them huge amounts of comfort and a sense of excitement. Um, And it's that excitement and roguishness, I think, that one needs when they're raising money for a business. And it just, it kind of... um, it brings other elements to what you're you're fundamentally trying to do. I think a lot of people when they're raising money for a business, you know, they'll they'll just go at and they'll be very one dimensional and dog, you know, doggish in their ways and just all about the raising the money. But for me, the older I get, I like to enjoy every part of the situation, the struggle and all. Um, and I alluded that to that in my last podcast, but. And so, yeah, it's been it's been wonderful. I knew that coming home 
and that reconnecting with my old network would be both a vulnerable and slightly intimidating task, but also a joyous one. And it certainly is a joyous one. Now, living in Westport versus my old kind of isolate country pad, I'm already living differently. Today, I walked to the market to get my groceries in and carry them back in a backpack. And I haven't been able to walk for groceries since living in Hackney. There is something wonderful about sweating for your dinner. Not quite hunter-gatherer, but of that vein. And then sat by the river in Westport writing a card to my best friend in the UK who's just about to give birth to her first baby outside the post office in a mild 10 degrees was just wonderful I couldn't do that before today I talked to so many people in real life that life actually felt normal for a change it got me imagining Westport evenings and nights in the late spring and summer when Biggie and I We'll be able to sit by the river with mates over a beer and walk home afterwards. Just dreamy. Those of you who are are city dwellers will, like me, have taken this for granted. Living in the middle of nowhere is great until you want to have a quick beer with mates by the river after a long day of graft. The months of solitude have really prepared me for the bright lights of the town And more than anything, appreciate it. Westport is such a wonderful blend of town and mountain and sea. It's quite extraordinary that way. In Cork City, Dublin City, they're all coastal counties, but they're just not as close to the ocean as you are here. And people that have been to Westport, people that have been to Mayo, will always remark on the blend of mountain and sea. Croke Patrick is a mountain which backdrops the whole town. As you walk into the town, it fills the scene. It's truly remarkable. And to the right, there is a vast mountain range that don't give a closed-in feeling. They give a, a giant feeling. They give a feeling of... They give a very historic, old feeling to the place and they make the world seem at once very small but altogether mighty and that you are walking in the face of giants and walking back home today a sweat building a few learner drivers driving past cars driven by children you know those 17 18 year old kids who are still tiny they haven't filled out yet they've no They've no big dominant muscle groups. They're just kind of skinny and active and overactive even. And uh, they're driving their parents' cars. They're driving Jeeps. They're driving big wagons. And they can't really fill the seats out. And it just looks funny. It just, you know, you look in at them and they're just, they're kids driving their parents' cars. It's, it's funny. It brought me back to a time in Ireland in Cork when I was learning to drive and I'd be there driving my mom's Peugeot 406 and I must have looked like them. I'm just going to take another little sip here of the wine. Join me if it's evening where you are. Mm. Oh, it's lovely. You know those dry white wines that just get every inch of your mouth watering in. 
juices build up and sugars build up and the digestive enzymes are going and they're ready to help digest your food. Mm. It's one of my favourite things about drinking wine is that that digestive aspect to it. But back to earlier today when I put fairy lights up in the kitchen. Um, I feel like I'm really relishing in my singledom um, and having my taste everywhere. I'm just... I'm just really relishing in being single. I, I, I can't describe it any other way. I'm just loving doing me, having my energy fill the room, fill the home. Mine and Biggie's, of course, the dominant Biggie Smalls. Just, I love, so in a kitchen, I love having stuff out. Like I love having the items I use every day just on the counter. I don't like them in presses. I'm like, what is the point in that? I'm an efficient person. I like to get to the things quickly and do things relatively quickly. Um, and so, yeah, just having having a, a very open plan home suits me. But it hasn't always suited my ex-partners, even though they were very patient in, in kind of putting up with my way of, of doing things. But uh, yeah, I've got this little bar. So in the in the house I'm staying in, there is um, a big kitchen. And between the kitchen and the super comfortable, cozy living area, there is this like window bar. Um, and so I've kind of put fairy lights all around that bar area um, and I, I kind of, so I'll, I'll go to the kitchen, pour myself the glass of wine and then I'll place it on the bar, come into the living room and I take the glass of wine from the bar. And I don't know, those simple things right now just make the world a difference, don't they? Copious amounts of joy. <laughs> My landlord, uh, Siobhan, is the most beautiful person. I live beside her and uh, yesterday I jump-started her car after the snow, she hadn't driven her car in many, many days because the snow was so thick. She just she couldn't get out until I moved in and my dad and I built trenches to get um, our vehicles up the drive. But uh, it just felt wonderful to be these two single Irish baller women living at the foot of Croke Patrick, playing life out for ourselves, just charging her battery off my car and just having the chats, having the crack, Biggie running around the place throwing stones at us for us to throw the stones back at him and it just I don't know I mean jump starting a car isn't like a big fucking massive endeavor or whatever but it just normally it just feels like a very male visual doesn't it jump starting cars and jump start leads it's just a very it's a very male male looking visual but there we were two Irish women just in that beautiful, the light yesterday, it was golden. There was this golden yellow strewn across all of Croke Patrick, the base of her and the top of her. And I don't know, just felt magical being out there and in it and a part of it with this beautiful woman. She's, um, Siobhan's a kinesiologist and she's currently teaching people online. And this home she's created for me is so ridiculously cosy and warm. I genuinely struggle to get out of the couch. I mean, I've not been in it much. I've only been in it maybe once since being here. But I was in it there this evening with Biggie. And it's one of those really sinky ones. You know the ones. But um, there's just, there's a wonderful energy about the place. 
I love females. I lo- the older I get, I appreciate and value female company uh, a lot. <laughs> I was looking for a big word there and nothing was coming. Um, but yeah, I really, I, I love, I love female company. I, I mean, I love male company too, but female company makes me feel very relaxed and cozy and warm and just strong and uh dreamlike um male company has a different effect on me i suppose male company uh it can sometimes make me feel chaotic um and maybe a bit dogmatic but female company makes me considered and ambitious in a way that male company doesn't I definitely feel ambitious around men very much so but with women it's more I'm doing it for you as much as I'm doing it for myself something to that effect um I feel like I've definitely I've definitely really integrated back into Irish life now it's there's there's no more there's no more dramatic culture shocks I uh, you know, the Irish sense of style here in Mayo uh, is uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's interesting, but it doesn't it doesn't shock me anymore. It doesn't it doesn't look bad. It looks great. Uh, the people here are just lovely and the effort and energy goes into chat chat and good chat preludes everything and to not have that now would be I would miss it terribly like when I moved to the UK first I missed chat in work you know I missed I missed getting to know people before we did business with one another the way you do it here I like the way we do it here I like the chit chat I like the not taking oneself too seriously. I like the fairness amongst everyone, no matter how much money you make. I like... I like the way we uh, interpret and perceive things in our own way. And that can bring with it huge difficulty. But when you're used to it and you've navigated it, it brings with this freedom and anarchy that make life more enjoyable in ways. There's a fierceness to Irish people. There's a fire, but there is a huge sensitivity. There is a belief, a magic, a spirituality that we're living out lives with meaning and great purpose but there's something bigger than us and we're very aware of it and we respect the bigger there is always something bigger no matter how much money you make no matter what you're able to buy versus someone else there is a great unifier here and when life is back to normal and people can go to the pub again and revisit that camaraderie that hasn't been lost due to COVID, but has to a certain extent in in little ways. When the pubs open, 
and we can drink together again and chat in a very open and vulnerable manner uniquely Irish it will be a great place to be again it's great now but it will be greater and I can't wait for that and I can't wait to introduce people to it and help them navigate Ireland and its culture and its idiosyncrasy in a way that's hard to do by yourself when you're new to Ireland or indeed if you're revisiting or coming home after a long time away and so this evening Monday the 15th of February as the daylight hours have extended I want to dedicate this to Irish people abroad that are listening to this and are maybe missing home I want to dedicate this to your sense of Irishness which sometimes is a blessing but sometimes makes life a struggle but identity isn't always everything identity is powerful when you're living in the place that made you but when you're living somewhere that didn't make you other things are important learning observing being present with your uncomfortableness that's important and sometimes even more important than your identity identity ebbs and flows do i feel uniquely and strongly karen right now hell yeah but i'm 35 and i've done a lot of emotional work on myself and i've made a lot of mistakes and i've lived through difficult times and in those times my identity it was hard to find it it was it was hidden so to all those irish people abroad that are maybe craving a bit of home right now fling on some irish music drink like you would if you were in ireland read seamus heaney listen to tommy tiernan and hector and just have yourself an irish night cry laugh be the chaotic human being that only an irish person can be in strange times and to all of you all nationalities around the world listening to this to everyone who's on a journey to everyone who's discovering a vulnerable side is struggling with it and is enjoying that struggle fucking fair play fucking fair play so much beauty is going to come out of this and it's up to us to allow that to flourish so from my new cosy warm home in Mayo at the base of Croke Patrick Shlanta and Grawmore from your baker girl Karen Nigonaku <laughs> <laughs>